a demonic possession, the dangers of spirit guides, past life regressions, and more on this week's Spirit Answers Podcast. So Luke, so um, from what I understand, your uh, experience uh, with, with the church and Christianity as you started off in your upbringing is, is kind of similar to other people's experiences. It seems like um, just from what you shared in your testimony, maybe uh, your initial experience with Christianity was more about the, the rule keeping as opposed to like a, a relationship with, with, with Jesus. Um, and I, you, what's interesting about your story too, is that you're also, you're the, you're the son of two people in the church. So if you could kind of share a little bit of, of both those aspects for, for our listeners, I think that'd be a great way to kick us off. Yeah, definitely. I, it's kind of a funny story and confusing, but I am the son of a priest and a nun, but it's off-brand Catholic, so they're allowed to get married and have kids. They believe Protestant doctrine, but they practice all the sacraments and all of the uh, traditions of the Catholic Church. They, everyone in the church like grew up Catholic, and they liked what they did, but they didn't like what they believed, so they just kind of made their own thing. Um, and so, yeah, I literally had a church in my house, like they, they converted our garage to a chapel and I would walk down the hall and, and go to church. And yeah, like you said, it was, you know, you gotta go to church. You gotta do all of these things. And it was about doing things. And I didn't like that. And it kind of turned me off, obviously, as it, as it might, um, I didn't, I still believed, you know, at least I think I believe the gospel to a certain point, but it was definitely still um, a lot of you have to do this to, you know, progress in your faith, basically. And it wasn't ever like I never was told you need to have a communication relationship with Jesus. You just, you know, you you go to church, you, you sing the songs, you you do the Sunday school and that's what being Christian is. And, and you do good things to other people. That's what being a Christian is. And that was really my experience with Christianity at that point. That's how I knew it. So at some point then um, I take it that that was not a really fulfilling experience for you, at least at the time. And I, w- and I would think that the, that then played a role in, in your uh, delving into other types of sp- uh, spiritualities is that right yeah uh basically in like middle school and high school i was like yeah i don't know if this is true i don't know it was, this was just forced upon me i didn't choose this i don't know what's what and basically i just said you know jesus is still my savior but he's not my lord i didn't care about what the bible said about sin and just went my own way and did my own thing in high school just kind of went crazy yeah. And, and, uh, I, I, again, I think that's pretty normal. I think that when you're, when you're looking at anything, not just Christianity, um, uh, anything that any type of religion or any kind of, uh, way of living, um, I think that it's normal to, if, if you're kind of just doing it for, for the rule keeping or just, um, trying to hit like a certain amount of like check boxes, make, make sure that you're checking certain things off that at some point you, you kind of want to maybe experiment with something else or kind of there, there be, there kind of turns 
there's a rebellious attitude. I think that comes out of that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you just want to see what else is out there. And I think that that is so common, especially as it relates to, uh, uh, what we're talking about right here, people that maybe start off in Christianity and start exploring other spiritual paths. So, um, yeah. as it relates to your story in particular, then how did you find out um, about this event that that you relay in your in your testimony? If you could go ahead and just kind of share share what that is, also. Yeah. So the event is the idea in New Age philosophy that once everyone in the world has a certain consciousness, like once the world meets a threshold of you know a high consciousness, there's going to be some people with low consciousness. There's some people with high consciousness, and once the threshold is passed where there's enough people with a high consciousness, that God will transfer people with a high consciousness to 5D Earth in the fifth dimension. Right now, in the third dimension, everything's 3D. Uh, God has made a fifth dimensional Earth for the high consciousness people, um, high frequency, you know. Um, and basically, the way you get a high consciousness in the New Age is eat vegetarian, do good things, do white magic instead of black magic. All like just, you know, it's all about love and light is how they describe it. Um, and so it's all about doing and earning your way and, and trying to, you know, push away your bad by doing good. Uh, and we know that doesn't really work. But so the way I got into that was late nights on YouTube. <laughs> many things can come of that but i just started like i think it started with like the it started with inner earth basically and then it, it just progressed and it was like one thing led to another one thing led to another led to another and all of a sudden i found myself in the new age believing it and and getting ready for the event and trying to do my best to work my way to God and the new age God. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's pretty normal too, uh, for many people that have, have these experiences. It kind of starts off with something a little gradual, um, you, a YouTube video here or there that kind of explains maybe like certain energies or energy healing or something as it relates to like in your experience, the event, which kind of, as you as you allude to also in your YouTube testimony, can even draw in a Christian because it builds off of their experience and their understanding of, of what the rapture is. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's that, that there's that familiarity aspect. There's there's some familiarity there that is just comf comfortable enough for people, um, as especially if they're looking into it for the first time. But there's also a, an element to it I think that is appealing because there's it's there's a newness there and it's almost like i think a lot of times what happens unfortunately like in, in christianity especially is that um it, there's not as much uh if, of a focus as we were talking about at the beginning of that relationship the, the relational aspect or uh, uh with with christ or a spirit-led aspect that is going in these churches and sometimes i think that the outside world can kind of view that as uh people as christians as people that are one either kind of just kind of dull and boring and or two is people that are just kind of uh maybe just afraid of the of the afterlife and want to make sure that they're doing the right thing so they can go to the right side of the afterlife and so i think that what like what you're describing it just hits home for me in, in the aspect that it, it just makes me think about there's there's just it's just 
appealing enough and indifferent enough and, and there's enough in there that is familiar that it all kind of combines together to make the, to make it this uh, kind of edgy new appealing thing for for people as, as they're looking into it. Does that kind of yeah. relate to how, how, how your experience was? Exactly. Yeah. The whole reason why I left Christianity for New Age was because it was new because they t- said, you know, I can manifest my own reality because I am my own creator and I have all these powers and there's like the spirit world. And I was like, oh, I never heard that in the church. That's crazy. How can I have the power? And I was just, you know, I definitely believed in God at this point. I just didn't know who he was. Right. So if I if if these people were talking about real experiences with the supernatural, I'm like all for it because um, yeah. I don't know the truth. I just like I just wanted to know like what's what, and so that's what kind of led me. And it was like you like you said, it's just it's close enough. Like they 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 they, they hold up Jesus on a pedestal, but it's not the Jesus. It's a new age Jesus, and he's held up next to all these other random people, um, spiritual teachers and and things like that, and it's. Yeah, like you said, the event kind of sounds like the rapture. Like I, I literally grew up in the church. Like literally, there's a ch- there's a church in my house, and I got tricked by this thing. So, yeah, it's it's close. Yeah. It's, so, it's so deceiving. How, yeah, how well it's done. Yeah, hundred percent. And another aspect of of uh, as it relates to your story is the tie into. Uh, I can't remember her name, but there's a woman that started, it and there's there's the element of of past life regression as well. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so if you could kind of, uh, tell our listeners how, like what her role in this, cause I think she, she may have started it. Um, and then how that tied into the, the past life regression as well. Yeah. There's this lady who came up with a technique, I guess you would call it for hypnosis. She called it quantum healing hypnosis techniques or something. Um, and for like t- 10 years or so, she she would just go to people's past lives and like put them in a hypnotic state and go to their past lives and access their subconscious and, and you know, open them up and like remove them of their selves. So, they, so she's, you know, like go back, I guess, and um, talk to the spirit of the person who's being hypnotized um, and let that spirit tell the story of their old lives. Um, and that's what she, that's how she, uh, advertised it. And then all of a sudden one, one time there was a new spirit, a new being who came through and it, it's weird because she said it sounded, it was the same voice every time she would do it. Uh, after a certain point, the same voice would come through no matter who she was hypnotizing. It was the same voice and it would always say, that's not important anymore. That doesn't matter now. What matters now is going to 5D Earth and uh, raising your frequency and getting ready for the event. And that's where the whole event idea came from was her and um, this spirit working together to, you know, preach this, you know, you need to get ready for the event. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it started. And, um, and it's another thing I want to touch on real quick as it relates to past life regression, which can be very, very, very deceptive. And, uh, I, I also, um, you know, I got into this as well is that 
a lot of times uh, people have really good quote success with like past life regression. There's there's a lot of therapists that will implement past life regression into their practice. And so um, there's uh, kind of the uh, appeal there is just the fact that you're going into your quote past life, I think is really appealing for people and thinking about what it was like in, in a previous life. And, and a lot of times these past lives seem to be so it's always, it's almost always like you're somebody of, uh, of some kind of high, uh, status. Mm -hmm. And I think that people like that, I think that they like kind of the, 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 uh, appeal, the magic appeal of it. And then the fact that when I was researching this, a lot of people seem to, they, they would have, they would experience some kind of a trauma in their life at some point, which is probably why they got into therapy in the first place. And, um, this past life regression supposedly helped heal their trauma. And, mm -hmm. As we know, um, there's a couple of things to that. One is, um, it, it, you know, as Christians, like we we believe that um, th that the enemy can deceive, can masquerade as being of light, and there can be some some quote healings that happen um, to to continue to pull the veil over people's eyes and continue to deceive them. That's that's one thing, and another thing is that. Um, what's different about this past life regression healing that happens and maybe somebody that's he healed, um, when they apply the, the truth that's found in the, in the word of God is that a lot of times, uh, it, these healings are kind of like on a surface level healing and they don't really, they don't really, uh, access like the inner, the inner workings of a person. They don't really change this, the spiritual makeup of them or the emotional makeup of them. So it's almost like a band aid in, in, um, doesn't really solve anything it kind of, it, it, it kind of relieves the, the temporary pain of of what what it is that the person is going through but then and then it almost seems like uh, it, it still leaves that person open for uh other uh events and not and obviously not every single event the a traumatic event that somebody goes to therapy for is their fault but i just think that there's a there's a little bit of a difference between uh true healing as as found as we both believe in christianity and as some of these other i think uh spiritual healings yeah. Um, so I think I, I just wanted to say that because I think that plays into how the deceptive factor again, and that there's a lot of moving parts here that are just so appealing, but also there seems to be some validity to it. So I think it's very, it's understandable that people would fall into the, yeah. into the trap of believing it. Absolutely. Totally. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say like, it's, it's, that's, it's part of it. It's like, you know, the supernatural things it's, it's, it's real because demons have power too. Um, but it's also, it's temporary. It doesn't actually heal you. It just like leads you on to go to the next appointment, go to the next appointment, go to the next appointment. And right. Yeah. It's just, it's not real. It's, it's, it's real as in you experience something, but it's not real as in it doesn't actually do anything for you except lead you on further. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, okay. So where does that, so you started to to research a little bit more about the about her and uh, some of these experiences. So where where did that leave you now in terms of how how did all that relate to what was going on in your life? Um, basically, I was getting deeper and deeper into it, and I had to keep doing more and more things that they were telling me. I was joining Facebook groups to get support and learn more about it, and at this point I was in school um, and I was using this group and like whatever they would tell me to like help me with life. And they told me I got to contact my spirit guides and um, 
basically through meditation, just, you know, reach out to the spirit world and ask for guidance. And, and so I like at this point in my life, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I was doing like pre nursing classes and hoping that it would work out. And, um, basically I, I would be up all night learning about the new age and these spirits and how to contact them. And I would wake up like with three hours of sleep and have to take an exam. And I'd basically be like sitting in front of my exam, like not knowing anything on this test. And I'd be like basically praying to these spirit guides again, asking for help and answers. And I would get A's on tests I never studied for just straight guessing. I'm like, don't know that. Don't know that. Don't know that. And just like all the way down the test, I guess the whole thing. That's insane. Wow, I just bombed that test. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would get it back and it would be an A. Yeah. That, that happened. Yeah. Twice. That's ins- absolutely crazy. That and oh, go ahead. You said it happened more more than once? Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. when, when I started, it was in the summer and it came all the way through the fall semester. And it happened two times that I just didn't study for a test and got an A because of that. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, and, and I know another aspect of this that you you had relayed in your video, uh, testimony video is that you also were getting some, uh, physical benefits as well. Like when it came, Mm -hmm. when it came to what you were doing in the weight room, can you kind of describe some of that? Yeah. So at that point I'd been lifting for like four or five years and I was stuck at this weight on bench press and I just, it was very slow. And then one week I just started doing 50 pounds more than I was able to the week before. And it was just like, that's not possible. It's not realistic. That doesn't happen. Um, yeah. Especially, especially like maybe if you like just started lifting and you see that fast growth, but I've been lifting for a while and that just does not happen. And I would, I just, when I, when I was benching, I just felt like this electricity in my muscles, like this extra energy and strength. And it was, it was very odd. I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. I'm like a superhero. And it, it's like, kind of like in Mark five, when the demon possessed man, he breaks out of the shackles. No one can hold him down. He's too strong. And he's like some skinny naked man out in the wilderness, like not a beefy guy, but I'm, I'm not beefy either. And I was able to do things that I should not have been able to have done physically as well as mentally. Yeah. And that kind of lends itself to, to, uh, cause I know there's always, uh, skeptics out there that are wondering, well, some of is this psychological, like what is really going on here? Well, I think it's, it, when we can look at your story right now, there's already a few really interesting things that I would think that are, uh, more than just coincidence. I think it'd be very like mathematically unlikely that you could all of a sudden get these, uh, correct test results without studying for the test uh, a couple of times. Uh, you have, you have this supernatural strength um, in the, in the weight room, which is absolutely just incredible. And then, uh, just uh, what kind of like what we were talking about before that you had by way of your research and in, in, in mine as well, we ha- had come to the conclusion that the people, people that have had been through some of these past life regression experiences were finding some kind of success there in terms of quote healings. And so there was, there, there definitely was something more here than just coincidence it, it would seem like on the surface level um mm-hmm. and and that's not even to say like um you also in your in your testimony video you you touched on a little bit of automatic writing right Can you kind mm-hmm. of t- talk a little bit about what happened there yeah so i was basically channeling these spirits and, and meditating and opening myself up to them and just say like i had a, a social media 
I would at that point, and I was like sharing messages about the new age. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I'm having all these spiritual experiences. This is proof. There's proof for this. This is real. Like you got to check this out. You got to be ready for the event. And I would just like get on my notes app on my phone, go into this state where I would let these spirits come and like speak through me and my thumbs would just move. I would get telepathic messages put in my head and not thinking, typing without thinking. I'm just, I'm like, yeah, this is, I was, I was aware of what was happening, but I wasn't in control of my thumbs nor my, nor what was going through my head. Um, and yeah, I'll just share that on social media and be like, yo, this is crazy. And then it led to me ultimately telling my parents about it because I was like, this is too crazy. I can't, t- I can't hide it from them anymore. And I knew that they were going to have some backlashes. Yeah. Sure. At, at, at this point too, how far, how far into uh, these experiences were you? Like how, what, how much time had passed since you had first started getting into this? It happened so fast. It was probably like four or five months. Wow. That's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty quick, quick turnaround. Yeah. And I also, it just makes me think too about the, some of the allure again, it's just the, the power that is, that is promised to you. And, and just, it's almost like you have some superpowers. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it, it makes me think too about your, your parents. And I wonder like just with your background, what was did, at this point, you said that you had revealed the automatic writing to them. Did they know anything else about your story at this point? Um, not really. They didn't know like what I was doing, but they knew what I believed because I, this girl who did the the hypnosis, she would all she'd say, "I'm a Christian, but mm-hmm. Jesus is just a prophet. He's one of many, and hell's not real. And there's any way to God, and no one's wrong." And I was like, "Yeah, I believe that," because she said she's a Christian and she's having all this experience. And I was like, "I'm just a new age Christian." And basically, I was telling them that, and that probably put a red flag up for them. Yeah, and um, at that point. You had, I know you mentioned in your, your video that was that kind of then the, the catalyst that led you to believe that some of this was not as it seemed then when it came to your experiences, like uh, the, yeah. the, just that some of the deception started to, to make itself known. Yeah. My parents were like very alarmed, I guess, uh, as they should be. And my mom was like doing research about, you know, new age to Jesus testimonies, people coming out of the new age to find Jesus and sending mm-hmm. me those and sending me videos of how this lady was a false prophet and um, sending me Bible verses. Like you mentioned earlier, second Corinthians eleven fourteen says, uh, don't be surprised when Satan and his angels disguise themselves as angels of light and preach righteousness. And I was like, angels of light, I'm talking to white beings, new agers say love and light. Hmm kind of suspicious and so yeah that definitely like all those videos and those verses and realizing that this lady like preached the opposite of what i knew my entire life before this um like the 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 foundational christian belief is that jesus died on the cross for your sins he is the only way he's the only one who paid the fine that we owe we can't earn our way to god like new age says we can't get to god we need Jesus and he is the only way there is no other way or else then he wouldn't have come to die if there was another way. Um, right. And that, that scared me and that put fe- the fear of God in me that if I'm wrong about this, this is forever. So I was like in panic mode at this point when my parents brought that stuff up. And uh, so you're in panic mode and 
all of a sudden then is it just like an overnight change for you? You just all of a sudden start renouncing uh, what you've been doing or is it, is it more of a gradual thing? How, how did you end up getting out of it and getting back into uh, your, your Christian roots? Yeah. So I was talking to my mom about it and I was like, she's like, do you know for certain that this is true? And I was like, no, I, I don't know for certain that this is true, but there's so much evidence for it. And she's like, okay, pray the Jesus Christ of Nazareth and say his full name out like that for the truth. I was like, okay, fine. I will, whatever. Ha ha ha. Mom, silly mom. And so I prayed because I, I really did want to know the truth. And I prayed hard. I've, it's probably the hardest I've prayed in my life um, was for the truth to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And on the third night, I prayed for three nights. And on the third, the third day of praying, I was still going to church. I was, I was, you know, because, you know, in new age, you can't be wrong. So I guess I'll just be a Christian for now because that's what my family is. And I'll go to church with them because um, it didn't really matter either way. And when I went to church that day, it, it was so odd because I felt empty. I felt like I wasn't there. Like, it's not like I was tired and like, oh, it's going over my head. I'm not paying attention. It was, I am not in this building right now. I am not here. I didn't feel anything for the worship or for the message. And then as soon as I got out, I was like, oh, back to my normal self. It was so odd. And I was like, okay, something is wrong. Something is very wrong. At that point, I knew something was wrong. And then that night I went home and on a random hunch decided to look up what Luciferianism was. And the definition that came up for Luciferianism was exactly what I was doing. Like raise your frequency. You are your own God. You are your own creator. Do what you want. Um, all of these things that I was doing. I was like, bruh. Luciferianism is it's worshiping Lucifer as God and Lucifer is Satan's name before he became a fallen angel when he was an angel his name was lucifer um and it's worshiping lucifer or satan as god and i was like oh my gosh i just i got played and i looked over at my dad who was sitting next to me and i was like dad i just got deceived by demons he's like what i said yeah you need to pray for me right now um so he came over and he started praying for me and i just like leaned back in my chair and i was like what did i do and the moment I started praying to Jesus and repenting and saying sorry, and it was, I lost complete control of my body. I wow, my fists were balled up. My, I couldn't bend my arms. I couldn't move my mouth or my lips. Every I was every muscle in my body was contracted so tight that I couldn't move, and I couldn't speak out loud because of that. And I was like, okay why is this happening? And I was scared and it, it, it hurt so bad. I was sore for like the next three days. Every muscle in my body was contracted so tight. It was like, I just did like a super hard workout. Wow. A 15 minute event that this occurred over and every, I could feel every cell in my body start to vibrate like violently. But like, if you've ever sat in a massage chair, that time is 10, except you can feel it in every cell in your body, not just like an overall general feeling. It's uh, impossible to explain, really, but that's the best I can do. And it was like, whatever is inside of me wants out. They are like freaking out in there. And they were basically at that point, I realized I was going through a demonic possession. And when I opened myself up in meditation and I let spirits inside of me, I wanted them to guide me, like, you know, like a guardian angel watch over me and lead me. Right. Uh, 
but they I let them inside of me unknowingly, and I was going through demonic possession. Incredible. I started repenting to Jesus, and then yeah, 15 minutes later it was over, and then I got baptized, went to church, and my life is completely different. So just going back real quick then to that experience that happened in church when you said that it felt different during church, was that the, had you been going to church then before then, even throughout your new, new age experiences Mm -hmm. you had been? Okay. So, but, but, so it sounds like the catalyst for that experience of, of that feeling different was you had started to reach out in prayer to God, right? That was in that, in that kind of like it changed your state of of being and, and it made it so that it just, something was not sitting right with you. Yeah, I asked God for help, and then the things around me looked different. Hmm. And and how how so? Um, I was just the things that I thought were were good and were from God. I was mm-hmm. like questioning them, and um, when yeah, like that that time, that when I went to church, I was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be, but I felt nothing, um, and I knew something was wrong on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, like, why did I shut down when I go to church? Why, why do these, like, I don't know, are these spirit guys not happy that I'm going to church? I thought, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and interesting right there too, because we've been talking so much about some of the super, like the supernatural parts of the, of the new age and other spiritualities besides Christianity. But I think that, in and of itself right there, that event at church speaks well to a uh, supernatural event that uh, led, helped led, led you back to your relationship with Christ because it was your, it was your uh, action of reaching back out and praying to God and asking uh, for the truth that uh, put you into a different state of mind that you, it sounds like it, it most, that, that most likely would not have happened if you wouldn't have done that. And, um, so, because I, and I, and I want to highlight that because I think sometimes, uh, Christianity can, can get kind of a, uh, a bad rap in, in this quote, the spiritual or the paranormal community, because there's not as much of the, the razzle dazzle type of events that you might see in other spiritualities. But I think that right there, um, uh, is, is important to highlight. Like I said, just because it shows that by your actions and your desire to know the truth, um, you were able to kind of come back, come, uh, come back to Christianity and, uh, get, get saved as, as a result of that. And uh, through that altered state of mind through, through church, you knew something was off. You knew something was, was not, was not right as it related to your experiences before. So just, just really interesting. And, and, and obviously the, the experience with your dad, I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. And I, I, wonder too, like what, what your dad's reaction was throughout a lot, because so, as, as someone who is a, a man of the church and has come from a church background, I would still think he had never seen anything like this, right? Yeah. He was surprisingly chill through it all. He's just like, you know, keep trying, keep breathing. And he was like praying over me and like trying to keep me calm as possible. And obviously I was like in pain and like tears were falling down my face. I didn't really know what was going on. I just knew I lost control of my body. Yeah. And I'm in pain all of a sudden when I start repenting. Um, so now I don't want to make this sound like 
it hurt like Jesus hurt me. It was the demons in me were, were pissed that I yeah. went to God, went to Jesus and they didn't want me to. And the reason, the whole reason I had all those powers and those abilities that I shouldn't have had were because they wanted to lead me on. They would give me, they would give me anything I wanted. I, I truly believe that they would, they would have given me any ability, any power, any fame, money, status, whatever, anything in this world, anything that is, you know that the world cares about yeah they will give you as long as you stay away from the true jesus the biblical jesus because there's this new age jesus and they're okay with that jesus just not the jesus of the bible and as soon as i went to jesus they got pissed they just wanted to lead me on and lead me astray with all these powers and knowledge and things that that are cool and that are are real but they don't they just lead you to more lies and they lead you to hell. Ultimately, if I would have died, you know, I said Jesus was just some other guy. I didn't believe the gospel. If I would have died, I would have gone to hell. Yeah. They had yeah. 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 So, so powerful. And it um, makes me think about too, uh, your experience there. Sleep paralysis as people are coming out of the new age. A lot of times that'll happen to people, and they're they are unable to move, unable to speak, and um, usually it'll happen from from what I understand. It's ha you know happened to me while you're while you're sleeping, and it doesn't seem to, it doesn't usually last. I don't think that as long as yours, but there's some there's def definitely some overlap there. And there was also there was another person that I had on uh, the podcast as well. Uh, his name is Mark Hunneman. He's the author of a book called uh, Seeing Ghosts Through God's Eyes. And, uh, he, I'm not sure when that will, when, if that podcast is already out, when, when the, by the time that this one comes out, but he, he relayed an experience while he was writing that book. And he said that he, while he was at his computer, he was typing at his computer, you know, typing, uh, typing the book. And all of a sudden he felt paralyzed like a sleep paralysis episode. And this like demonic voice came out of that came out of nowhere and, and told him and said, Mark, you, you need you need to stop writing this book and then set an expletive to him. So your, your experience there really overlaps, I think with a lot of other people's experiences as, as it relates to suspected uh, demonic encounter. Uh, it seems like a lot of times people are, are put into kind of a paralysis type of state and they're unable to speak, unable to move. Uh, mm -hmm. But I never heard it. I, and I'm part of it too is probably because I'm not, maybe just not as well versed in this part of, uh, this, you know, the spiritual realm, I had never heard of an, of, of uh, an experience, uh, that was so that had hurt somebody like that. Uh, mm -hmm. and you know, for fit for 15 minutes like that, that sounds like you said, maybe mm -hmm. just a straight up, like, uh, you know, maybe you really were possessed, you were possessed by, by demons. And, um, it just sounds very, it sounds like a very extreme example of some of these paralysis episodes. Yeah, I've had sleep paralysis before. Yeah. Um, that was not like this. Sleep paralysis, you know, you're in bed, but you can't move, but you're not, your muscles aren't contracted. You know, you're not like super tight and tense and um, you're just kind of like there, like, but you can't move. You're kind of like limp and you can't move. This was different. It was like, I was like solid as a rock. I couldn't move. I, I was so tense. I couldn't wiggle my toes because of how contracted they were. I couldn't, it was just like something, it was something else. It wasn't like sleep paralysis. Something else happened. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just crazy. And I, I, it makes me think about my own experience too. Um, 
when I, I wasn't constrained or anything like that, or I didn't have any muscle, uh, uh, like they wasn't, you know, I wasn't any, in, in any type of pain like that. Um, and I, and I'm obviously sure I already had some sleep paralysis, uh, episodes, but I just remember when I started to, uh, find out that maybe there was something more to th- these other spiritualities in the new age in general. Um, but it was like the, that, that first kind of instant I started to pray, uh, for like five minutes and, and it was just that it was a feeling of just, just this horrible, like, uh, dread and, and just like foreboding. Um, and it was like five minutes. I've never had to pray for, for five minutes straight. I was, I started praying to God, um, because even while I was in the new age, I would still pray to God or the universe. And I was just praying to God and just, and, and asking for, uh, whatever it was that was around me to, to, to get away from me. Um, so it, I, it's obviously not the exact same type of experience that, experience that you're describing there, but just this, it's like, as soon as you, as soon as the wool is pulled out from, from over your eyes and you, and you kind of get a semblance of the truth. Uh, the enemy is, 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 is obviously not happy. And, uh, these are some, it just, it just really speaks again to a lot of people's experiences, including ours, that, uh, there is, there's just a really, a, a lot of times traumatic, either one or several traumatic incidences that, that take place a lot of times physically, um, as, as it relates to going in fine in, in going back to Christianity or reaching out to Jesus or God. So, yeah, uh, just, just, just crazy crazy stuff there. Uh, but I, I think it's awesome too, again, that your dad was so calm and just, I, uh, just kind of stayed there as, as, yeah. as a firm presence there for you and was supportive and just kept praying. And I think it sounds like he did all, all the right things and, and just kudos to him for doing that. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think a lot of us would like to say that we would have, we would have remained as, as calm and it just, it just so I think, uh, again, just so awesome that he was able to, to remain so, um, probably fixated on the Lord and, and his power yeah, and, and, and was not fearful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Um, and so at that point then, did you, uh, did you have any other, cause you mentioned that you had sleep paralysis. What was it like then, uh, as it relates to your, your testimony, uh, for kind of returning back to Christianity then was it, was that moment enough? It was like, okay, I'm completely done with this. Did you keep experimenting with any of, of these other like spiritualities? Kind of take us through what happened next. Yeah. Um, obviously it's very hard to, it's very hard to come out of the new age because you are your own God. You can't be wrong. You know, there's all this proof around you. Um, so overnight I was definitely like, Jesus is the only way, but I still held on to things from the new age and ideas and, you know, things that I didn't know were like not of God, like uh, the law of attraction and, and other things like that. Um, so overnight I became a Christian, but it took a while to take the lies out that were planted for so on and had, you know, it's so hard because there's evidence for it. And um, I learned, you know, along the way that demons have power too, and they'll do anything to trick you and, um, so I had this very slowly, like pluck out the wise, I guess. Did, do you have, uh, like what, how, how did you find your success in doing that then? Like you said, it takes a long time and it's, it can be very, very painful. How did you, how did you find your, your success and, and, uh, diverting your life again to Jesus? Um, well, the Bible, obviously God's word, just the sword of the spirit cuts up all the wise of the enemy. Um, and also being in a community 
I, I started going to church and, and had that. And I also found new age to Jesus communities, um, people who are in the new age like me and then found Jesus and I would ask questions and um, they would give answers. So that was, it was just, it was, it was community and spending time with God in prayer and in the word. It's so important. Community is just, is, is incredibly important. Having solid relationships as, as they relate back to uh, uh, just a firm foundation in Jesus and what he stands for is in the truth that's found in the word of God. Um, just, I, I don't, I, I, besides going to the word uh, itself uh, and, and uh, going to God, I don't think that there can, I think that that is right up there with those other things, just right below them in terms of things that are, that are helpful for people that have been in a situation like this. Um, and uh, another thing too, uh, is it relates to your experience is that you had, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how quickly it was. I'm not sure if it's, if, if we're there yet in terms of the chron- uh, uh, chronological side of it, but you relate in your testimony video that you had some changes that occurred um, as they relate to some of your behaviors. Um, can you kind of go into a little bit of that and how, how quickly did that happen? Yeah. So while this was all happening, I was caught up in all kinds of uh, sin to put it bluntly, just, just straight up sin. Um, I don't know if how, how far I want to dive into it, but I was deep into addiction with many substances and money activities and, it was, you know, detrimental to my life. And at that point, you know, in the new age, it, like, it doesn't matter, you know. There is no sin besides telling someone that they're wrong. <laughs> um, and, and I knew those things were wrong. And I knew that if Jesus laid down his life, I can lay down my sin. Um, not to be saved, but just to say thank you for saving me. Um, and I, I gave up all those addictions, all partying, drugs, sex, porn, everything. Um, yeah, I was lost. And then when that happened, it was pretty much immediate. Like I, I still, you know, struggled. Um, I, but I knew what I was doing was wrong. And, and within two months, everything was gone. All those old habits. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely incredible, and just so, so powerful. And again, I think just uh, just speaks to the power that is found in in Christ. Because uh, as someone, I and I've shared this before, and again, I'm not sure when that that podcast will air. But as somebody who's getting their master's in counseling, in like secular counseling, a lot of the things that you're describing, it's by way of secular counseling, that takes a long, long time to to change those behaviors. And all of a sudden, you're talking about in, in a matter of a couple of months, you're seeing not one, not two, but several different uh, addictive behaviors fall by the wayside. And there's another thing that you mentioned too, which I think is is really powerful, which is that, and I think a lot of people, again, I think a lot of Christians take flack for this, is that um, a lot of people look at Christians as, as, as people that are, do, uh, that are quote, giving things up to avoid maybe going to hell. And, mm-hmm. and, that, and, you, and you made it clear that that's not why you were doing it. You were doing it as a way to say thank you in your relationship to Jesus relationship yeah. with God uh, for everything that, that they've already given you that you, that you didn't deserve no one that no one, that no one deserves. Right. Um, and you just, you just wanted to just say thanks as, as, in that relational aspect. And th- that is so different. That is so different. I just want to really hit that point 
uh, hit that point home is is that that is so different from giving things up so you can avoid uh, a you know a fire a, a fire eternity in hell. There, yeah. of course, no one wants to go to hell. No one wants to do that, at, you know, for for a day, let alone for eternity. But that is like you know I because I, obviously I I can relate to what you're saying here. And as somebody that used to look at Christians that way, oh, you know, they're just trying to they're just trying to avoid hell. I just really want to emphasize that there is something more here. There's a relational aspect here uh, that that is is at play almost in the same way that you are maybe giving doing some kind of a compromise to a family member or a spouse or a friend. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a relational aspect there that you're you're doing something uh, to better that relationship, and mm-hmm. and you find out that those things anyway are not only they're not only hurting your relationship with the other person or in this case jesus but they're hurting you mm-hmm. and um, that is so hard to, that is so hard to know until you have that relationship with jesus but um just all that revelation um i, I think that it all kind of comes together and fuels the the those differences those the, the life changes right there and it's so much more powerful than than something that's fear-based and just yeah. trying to get to trying to get you to change so you so you don't end up on the wrong side of of, of the afterlife so right uh, just wanted to just really again wanted to emphasize that Definitely. um so uh another thing that you mentioned as well uh, that i thought was really powerful in your in your testimony was that you experienced two different kinds of of loves uh throughout your your spiritual journey uh, a very very intense love in, in the new age that but uh, contrasted with the intense love that you have found in your relationship with Christ. Can you kind of go into what, the, what you think is the difference there? Yeah. Um, in the new age, it was like, I just took drugs. Like it was like very like euphoric, but superficial. And, you know, Oh, I love, I love everything equally and everyone's right. And I love, um, it was just like very euphoric and you know i love this tree i love all of these plants and i love this chicken and just it was just very random blanket love for everything but in a superficial way like where i didn't actually care for them but i, I it's it's like very it's very hard to explain but it was just superficial and um short term it was very you know, one day I would hate everything and the next day I'd be in love with everything. Like it was very, you know, flip floppy and, and superficial. And then when I came to Christ, it was like, it's deep. Like I, I, I care for souls. I care for your eternity. I care for so much more than, you know, how your day is. I care about how is your soul. I care about course i care about how your day is which anybody can do that but it's so it goes so much deeper than that and the i guess the best contrast you can give between new age and christianity is that christianity's love is deeper um if i saw someone in a bad habit in the new age i wouldn't tell them to change it because i might offend them because i might hurt their feelings um and their feelings and them being right is the number one truth I guess in new age and in Christianity, like I, I cared for their soul. I didn't care so much about offending them if it would help them in the long term. And some people, 
that is disgusting to them um, to tell people that they're wrong, even though in the long term it might help them. Um, but when you when you really care for someone, you will tell them those hard things to say. And that was the main difference for me. Yeah, well said. It makes me think about kind of uh, my experience as well. And I've just always kind of related it to like, you know, if you have a couple of drinks, like let's say like you have like two or three beers and you're with mm -hmm. a friend and they're having two or three beers and yep. you just start talking with each other. Um, and that can be a powerful experience and that, and you feel good, but it's almost like there's a, there's a bit of an uh, artificial experience there to, to the, to the relationship because you're both, you're both a little intoxicated yeah. Um, not, not, not to say that, you know, that uh, having a couple of beers with a friend is, is always a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's a different, there's a different experience that you have there as opposed to, let's say now all of a sudden you look at it on the opposite side and you had, and, and you have a, uh, really deep heart to heart conversation with a friend, um, where you both are really invested in each other's, uh, well-being, emotional, spiritual, whatever, uh, well-being. And there's, there's no, there's no substance behind it. You're just having this real heart to heart. And there's just, a, there's just a different feeling there. Like you said, it's a deeper feeling, uh, this, the second experiences. And I really think that that's a, a it plays to what you were saying as, as it relates to Christianity and new age, it's just one of them. It just kind of just feels more, uh, just artificial and, and kind of gives into our flesh. And the other one is more of a, of a spiritual and, 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 yeah. uh, soul based experience. Exactly. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I really appreciate you, you sharing, uh, what you've shared already in your story. And is there, I, I, th I think this is kind of takes us to where you're at right now. And I, I think that I'm, sh I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear kind of, cause I think this was a couple of years ago. So, so mm -hmm. what happened between a couple of years ago and now, and just kind of, kind of what you're up to as it relates to, uh, your relationship with, with Christ now? Um, yeah, it was about two and a half years ago now. Um, grown a lot very you know at the very beginning it was like i was holding on to a rocket ship i was moving in so fast um and growing and learning so many things um now it's it's simmered down and i'm i'm, I'm growing slowly and it's more like it's like a walk instead of a a run with the lord um yeah i'm still involved with the church still solid um of course i struggle with those those things um, I'm still a sinner. I still sin every day. I still mess up, but I always have God. I always can go back to God and do go back to God. And um, I'm much more happy. I'm, I'm, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and at that time, and I'm, I haven't been on my meds in a long time, and I'm much better now. And wow. Yeah, lots of miracles are occurring. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. Um, so what would you then say to someone that they're listening to this and they're either in the same p position that you are in and maybe not necessarily as it relates to like the exact situation, like the event, but mm -hmm. kind of into an alternate spirituality or the new age or someone uh, who, who was in it and, and they're still kind of experiencing that depression. They're, they're trying to find their way back to, to Christ and uh, just taking it day by day. What would you kind of what would you tell these people um, as it relates to your experience and uh, what, what could you tell them that could maybe be uh, comforting for them? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I, I understand that 
your experiences are real. I understand that you have these feelings and you've had these experiences and communication with um, spirits and, and supernatural things that seem real and good and loving and they want to help you. But um, really when you're talking to the spirit world, you just have to take their word for it. You don't know if they're telling the truth or not. You just have to say, okay, I'm going to choose to believe you. Um, and they can be lying to you all the, all the, the whole long way and you won't know. Um, so I highly encourage you to ponder the verse that says Satan can disguise himself as an angel of light. Ponder that. Um, pray. Pray to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Um, ask him for help. Ask him for guidance. Um, because there's a lot of truth in New Age. It's 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 powerful. There's a lot of truth in it, but it's a lot of half-truths um, to lead you away from the truth, Jesus. Um, I understand. I, I know where you're coming from, but if you're wrong and Jesus is the only way as he claims to be, Jesus was so different. You have to work your way to God in the New Age. You have to work your way to God in all religions. Jesus is the only one who came down to pay the fine for you. He comes to you. You can't earn your way to him. He came, he comes to you. Um, and salvation is not a gift. Is it, it is a gift. It's not something that you work for. Um, so, and to, to Christians or people who have just come out of this and they're still struggling, find community, um, reach out to people, especially in real life people like go to church, um, online community as well, people coming out of the same thing that we are. Um, it's so helpful, so encouraging and comforting to have people that want to help and, and know what you're going through. Um, I can't speak to say that God will take away everyone's depression when they become a Christian because he won't. It's just a it can be part of life. I still struggle with depression. I'm not depression-free. I still have my days. I still sin. I still fall. Um, but I know that I have God. I know that God is with me. I know that I go through these things to help other people out. I know that, um, you know, not every tribula not every tribulation is something to pray to go away, um, but to pray to God to show him why and how to get through it. Um, so, yeah. I think that's about it. Just find people, find God, pray, ponder the truth. And that's all I can say about it. Hmm. Well, beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and again, thank you so much for your time and for your, for sharing your story. I, I really, really appreciate it. And I'm just uh, praying that it, it can help other people uh, as we've been talking about that have been in a similar situation. And, and I know that it, I know that it can. Um, so just, just so thankful that you, that you took the time to, to share uh, your story with us today. Yeah. And, my yeah, and um, as it relates to your testimony, your original testimony video itself that I found, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put up the name of your YouTube channel, uh, which is uncover the truth. And that's, that's where the video is at. And I'm not sure if, if you have any other uh, videos that you're going to do down, down the line. Do you, are you, are you aware of kind of what you're going to do with, with a feature of that YouTube channel? Um, yeah, I was thinking of doing, um, 
you know, like the difference between price consciousness and what the Bible says about you don't have divine in you unless you have the Holy Spirit in you. Um, and I just like looked up if there were YouTube videos and there's tons of YouTube videos of all the things that I already wanted to say and they do it much better than I could. Uh, what's his name? S Steven Bantars. Yeah. He does a great job of Christ consciousness and Jesus is a mystic. And when he says you are gods, um, explaining, you know, the truth behind that and all of those things that I wanted to hit have, have already been hit. So that's probably the only video that I'm ever going to put out. It's a 17 minute, you know, short version, but yeah but still very powerful. And, yeah. uh, I think that, um, if, you know, just go to, if you can go to that besides this podcast, of course, um, if just sharing that testimony video in and of itself, it, it seems like I can tell it's gotten a really, a lot of really good reaction over the last couple of years. And I've seen some of the comments just so, just so heartwarming to see how that has, uh, been able to help people and, yeah. uh, people have been able to relate to that, to that, like you said, it's only 17, it's 17 minutes, but it's, it's very powerful. So, well uh, yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to share with our, with our listeners before we sign off? Um, no, thank you for watching guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thanks again, Luke. I really appreciate it. And, uh, we will keep in touch. Of course. Well, that's the show for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Just a reminder, I need your story, your New Age to Christianity story, your near-death experience, your miracle, your miracle healing, your interaction with an angel or a demon, or any other supernatural uh, experience that strengthen your bond with God and with Christ. Please send them to me at spiritanswerspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's spiritanswerspodcast at gmail.com. Or uh, we also have a Facebook group just called Spirit Answers. And if you don't want to uh, share your story on the podcast, you can just share uh, your supernatural experience or your testimony there. We would love to have you over there. And a reminder, we also have an audio-only version uh, for those of you that don't want to be on video. Uh, when you share your story for the podcast, your episode will only feature audio uh, if you don't want to be on camera. Um, also, please send me your prayer requests at spiritanswerspodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to submit them to the Spirit Answers group, feel free to do that as well. We would love to have them over there. Um, and lastly, if you know anybody that is uh, on a spiritual search or searching for truth or for meaning in life, please share this podcast with them. I, I would really appreciate that and I hope that they would as well uh, just use us as another resource in their journey. And uh, maybe that person is you. Maybe you are the person who is on a spiritual journey, a spiritual quest for answers. And if that is you, I just would kindly ask you to do something simple. Um, just ask God to reveal himself to you uh, by prayer. And um, I would just ask that you wouldn't give up, that you, that you really truly um, ask him uh, you know, for a period of time and just see what happens. Um, I really think that you'll 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 be pleasantly uh, pleased with the results, and I would love to hear the results of that as well. Um, just again, please don't give up because you know he loves you. So that's it for this week, everybody. We will see you next week on the podcast. Have a great week. Bye.